Imagine, if you will, a protagonist, so dense, but so dense, his sheer existence attracts waifus. That's the story of IS Infinite Stratos. <laughs> I'm your host, The Weeb, and welcome to The Weeb Initiative, the show where every other week I'll be talking to you about anime and manga I finished, and I would like to share my thoughts. This week we're gonna be talking about IS Infinite Stratos. It's, um, well, let's go straight up to the disclaimers, right? First disclaimer, spoiler, spoiler alert, the anime already finished right yes it's been years and but I will talk about most of the episodes I will talk about some of the things of the deep lores but there, there are no twists and turns in a linear track so I don't know just the spoiler alert either way and also another disclaimer I'm trying to objectively say what I think about this anime I'm just talking about the anime, I'm not talking about the source material, that is the visual, no the light novel. But the thing is, this is the like the second or third anime I ever watched after really beginning to watch anime. And I'm trying to get past my rose-tinted glasses of nostalgia, but well, we will see about that. I still cry a little bit <laughs> when I hear the music because all those good memories I'm flying back to me but yeah anyways uh, so let's get to it I think um, I'm talking about the anime only just to be clear I'm, I did not read the vision the light novel and I do not plan to because I do not want to be frustrated because it didn't end yet um, that's a thing I will talk about later but already as a disclaimer so let's get to it first the stats right so let's go the original the original light novel was written by Izuru Yumizuru the light novel began in 2009 and is still running from what I gather the first thing that, that I need to say the latest one was published 2018. I think it's by overlap. I cannot be sure by my sources. And also because I don't live in Japan and I can't quite get to it. But the thing is, was published by Media Factory and it changed publishing midway from what I gather. The latest one was published in 2018 and is it said that there would be two more volumes to end the series but as as of today I cannot be sure much of what I will be talking about here is either speculative or un unconfirmed I'm um, in the matters that refer to future or condition of publishing there was a manga made 
by also written by Izuru. It was published in Monthly Geeks, Monthly Sunday Ginex. I am I don't know what. And it began in May 2013, ended February uh, 2020. Eight volumes. From what I know, the manga just covers the first season. I don't know if it goes deeper than the anime or no, but either way, it just covers the first season. For music, first season, the soundtrack was composed by Hikaru Nanase. The opening team is Straight Jet, performed by Inami Kuribaye Yashi. Oh, wait, I butchered that. And the ending song is Super Infinity Stream. I think it's said like that, that that's the infinity. <laughs> Infinity symbol in the middle by Yoko Hikasa. The, uh, the funny thing, the ending is performed differently for each of the girls that are presented in the anime. In the first, I think, three or four, oh no, five episodes. And the final version sang towards the end of the anime. For the second season, the opening is. True Blue Traveler by Minami Kuribayashi and the ending theme is Beautiful Sky by Yoko Hikasa uh, both brilliant I think uh, the, the ending and the opening for both the seasons are really good Mo uh, most of it it's classic anime music to my liking I think it's the, it's the real home team music now th that said everything that I need to say the studio is 8-bit, it's made by 8-bit, which is a really big studio as of today. They do the that time I was reincarnated as Slime, which is pretty big anime. I don't know if you know it, but pretty big. It's going into the fourth season, I think, and already has a movie coming out or already came out. I don't know. So let's get to the the anime and the light novel itself. I will not, again, I will not be talking about the light novel, I'll be talking about the anime, but either way, good to maintain that. The premise is, from the anime, the year is not determined, but we can assert it's the real, real future from where we stand right now. So there's this thing they cre someone created that is the IS core, which is um, like a black box but it emits energy and do stuff and all magical kind of sciencey jargon things and people try to employ it to make spacesuits and later these spacesuits are developed uh, towards the military use and used as armor and later they come to the more cons more consumer market as a means to kind of a sport more like fencing and testing technologies the learning the anime is pretty uh, thin so I'm trying to to extrapolate here to make the scene I mean a bit more um, enjoyable I would say there is this thing where IS and all but the thing is this IS just um, reacts to women and only women can 
operate ISs. But then we come to the, to the thing of the anime. There is this one and only guy in the whole world who, rea who makes a IS react to his touch. And so he is promptly sent to a boarding school for IS users, which kinda just train for piloting IS, piloting IS to competitions and such. It's never really, really explained whether they are meant to be sportsmen or men. Sport women in this case, as most of the, uh, all of them are women except for this one guy, which is your protagonist. But then again, pretty thin. Um, so we come to this guy, main character, Orimura Ichika. Uh, we, from the first episode, I will be talking about the episodes in broad strokes, the ones that are notable. I will be talking about also, there are a lot of problems with this series, so let's get to it. First episode, we got Ichika coming to first day on school. It's a high school from what we gather, it's not really said whether it's a normal school system or somewhat of a seven year, I, uh, either way. To the point. Uh, so each guy is first day. His classmates are all girls. His teachers are all girls also. Uh, his his there's homeroom teacher and the supervisor teacher. His supervisor teacher is his sister, which is apparently a major figure in the IS world as she was the first champion of the IS championship the Olympics and also because she kinda has this uh, all these mysterious connection airs and and everything she's pretty strict with him she's the the strict connection archetype for the anime um, so next thing we meet the first girl who is the appointed main girl indicated by the the scenes of the anime some there it's a hair and anime but at the same time it's not strictly said that she is the main girl although you can clearly see they really spill it out from everything the anime shows that she's the main girl she no 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 hooky she's the best girl in my opinion that inside the fandom is a hot take it's a really hot take but besides the point so she's the first girl she oh by the way she's just the little sister of the creator of is so she's kind of a big deal but not really because well you would imagine if someone creates technology that warps the world around them, they would get even more in a military sense, they would get important people protection, so she had a problem, well, anyone would, but she had a problem with being separated by her family and generally not keeping a life steady, I mean, when you move a lot from place to place you might you, 
even if you think like if you are a student and you can't keep going to the same school every other year it's kind of a bummer you would not get that kind of relationship with your peers so yeah so that's her backstory and i i will already get this out of the way there's this thing they do in the first season only that when they introduce a character they kind of do this flashback not well animated thing just to give the context of the the struggle all the girls had struggles but good point because when i talk about the second season boy oh boy i'll get so salty and we already get already introduced to the second girl also cecilia alcott alcott i don't know man when how do you pronounce that in english it's really out of my ballpark the the name but either way and uh, so she's the and the this is the first jargon we are going to get introduced to candidate representative they are like appointed by countries to be the like free um competitors in this kind of events so she's like the one appointed already to be the one representing the country in the olympics or something again fin story fin lore but yeah she's the one appointed by england her is is personalized and this is a big thing um there are 437 cores in the whole world apparently and they are only produced in japan by hookie's sister the logistics of that really ticked me off because that's really really ludicrous i don't think uh, any any government wouldn't open up this thing to mass produce it if it is such a brilliant thing that warps the military world i don't think it would be enclosed by one person in one country but then again i can't say anything i would really like to <laughs> ask the author about it but again besides the point that's a tangent uh so she's the appointed by cecilia is appointed by england as a representative she has a personalized is which is a big thing and also from the first first encounter first episode it's already said that she as ichika are the only two in class which are personalized is all the other girls apparently have to use the trainer is the it's like you have a i don't know special basketball when everyone else has to use the schools but when you can specialize your mecha it's it's pretty good it's pretty good so anyways so they get into a fight to get the representative to the class so can do the classic thing of student council and so on and so forth but anyways their first years they um, have weekly or daily battles i cannot be sure they do not specify that but uh, again let's go um so this is the first the first and the second girl to be introduced on ep episode three uh, episode 2 is the first before I talk the next row 
episode 2 is already the first um, showing of the main character's machine, that is Byakushiki. Each one of the personalized IS have um, names, and I, I mean, it's it's fun. It's, um, I, I really think it's not really uh, important point, but it's easy to refer to. So Ichika is Byakushiki, uh, and Cecilia is Blue Tears. So episode three, we get introduced to the third girl, Fang Lin. I think it's right to pronounce like that. It's a Chinese name. I do not know how to speak Chinese, and I'm just following how they say in the anime. Um, her IS is Shenlong. It's a close combat IS from what we can gather from the fighting scenes. And already I need to say this. You can see where the animation budget went. They use a whole lot of 3D in this anime. All the scenes with, with ISs in them, which are a lot in the first season, they all use 3D. Sometimes you can really see recycled frames certain battles. But anyways, the animation is pretty good. I should say already, the animation is pretty pretty top-notch for uh, 2010-2011, I think, anime. It's pretty good, pretty good. So the third episode is about Lin, and already they have this kind of tournament for interclasses. So fourth episode, it's the... I think it was the introduction of the... some kind of uh, antagonist pretty bad, but either way the, the animation is pretty good in the, in the battle, so just shrug it. So a random unarmed IS comes to the to the school in the middle of the match and it has an unmarked course, so it's a whole nother problem because there are only 437 cores in the whole world and there is an unmarked, so someone is producing one. Or Shinono's sisters is making one for terrorists? We don't know. Whoa, mystery. Let's go. I, I, I say it like that because it's never addressed who made them. And I, I'm really pissed off already. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so they they kind of do this teamwork kind of thing because two ISs with different characteristics have to work together and yay friendship canon whatever so let's go uh, fifth episode is the the real deal the beating potatoes of the series as I would say because they introduced the two most prevalent girls in the whole series, although they are not the main, it's already canon they are not the main, but anyway. First, we are introduced actually to a boy, Charles Dunois. Dunois? I don't know how to speak French. She. Oh, right. Uh, now that I, I think about it, Ning is uh, the Chinese representative for whatever reason. I don't know why all the representatives go to specifically Japan 
to strength, but anyways, back to it. Um, so Charles Dunois is a boy, allegedly, who's the representative for France. His machine is the Rafael Revive, which is a, they say it's a second generation machine, which, which is one before we already are, like, they are in the third generation, Rafael Revive is the late second gen, so it's kind of a, yes, I have a machine, but it's kind of a mass produced and not really to spec as of today, but anyways, it's, I think it later, later it shows that there are no real difference, so whatever, uh, back to it, and Learning the same episode, we are introduced to the one, the only Lord of Bodebeek, which is the representative for Germany. She's the the girl most liked in the whole series, but not in this first uh, whole, not in the first time she appears, not the first encounters she has, but anyways, the five episodes in, all five girls are introduced, so from here you would, you would expect the anime to show its colors to really develop. Well boys, we ain't got it, we ain't got it. So from them on, we have this thing where Laura actually hates Ichika for whatever reason, it's not really explained. First, right, there's this whole arc where Charles is living with Fichka as they are the two, only the two boys in the whole school. Yeah, let's, it's something. And this whole arc, you get to know Charles as a kind of a awkward guy, as some of his ways are kind of strange. But yeah, I, I already spoiled it anyways. Actually, it comes out later, it's a girl, it's Charlotte Dunua, she's the second most like character, anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself, she's a girl, has all the others, so each guy is back in the position of only man in the world who can operate IS, and she really defends Ichika in all instances she can, at least for the first season where there's story and battle, actual battles to fight on, anyways, and there's this whole arc where she has to deal with her struggle that, in the fact that she's discovered to be a girl, she will be called back to France, and, no, they, they even say she may be cute, but that's, that ain't gonna happen, the anime is pretty censored. I think the the original run in TV was pretty censored anyways. It's it's apparent in the later half of the anime, but anyways. Um, so she has this whole struggle where she is the daughter of a president of a big of the largest French manufacturer of IS, but the company itself is not really good right now, so she went to the academy to learn about all the other candidates, all the other things they are learning nowadays, so the company may get some data to develop a new one. As I said before, 
she's using a second gen IS where other countries are already in the third gen so they are late for the release of a new generation it's kind of I don't know think like if a car manufacturer is late one year it's a really big deal because if they don't uh, people don't change their cars as much but it's a pretty good analogy I think if you get late one year for the development and release of a product can really be oh boy it can really affect a lot of but yeah that's that's her struggle and and she's not really the daughter of the guy she's like this daughter but in the outside of the marriage thing so she she's not brought in as a daughter she's not brought in as a tool and there's this whole thing where she may be recalled but actually while in the you are in the academy you do not belong to any group or country you are part of the academy so they cannot do that but anyways that's the the siege uh, so uh, then the thing with Laura Laura comes out of the blue really really aggressive towards the other girls she really oh boy it's it's kind of brutal actually now that that I think about it but uh, she fights really rough and she has this whole military background and you get from the start that she has some connection to each girl each girl's sister which oh, right I didn't even tell you the name right and she has this connection with her because apparently for some reason Chifuyu was at some point the instructor of IS to the German military for some reason later it's ex kind of explained but not really her machine is the oh boy how will butcher that Schwartz Rosen which is the black rain from Google Translate don't quote me on that I don't know how to speak German uh, anyways back to it she is really aggressive towards the other candidates she's the candidate of Germany she is really brutal in her ways she attacks for so like th there's this thing they say that IS has this absolute shield which is something like a lifeline to protect the pilot's life even if there's a crash there's something that damages the suit it won't it will like stop the whole thing and not leave the pilot dying but she attacks through it she uses tactics that force the shoot to exceed its limits really easily uh, it's kind of uh the scene is more explained than me saying it but i think i can't explain it in youtube so i leave to it go watch it it's pretty good you gotta turn off your brain though it's pretty bad if you think about it anyways uh so she and she hates Ichika in the first first two episodes she's there for no apparent reason later it's explained that she has a struggle where she was created to she was genetically created for the German military as a super soldier which is kind of messed up but again no lore just stick to it and she had to learn IS although she was not good at it but then Chifuyu appears in the military and she gets 
really good. So Chifuyu, she believes Chifuyu is the key to her improvement, and she believes that Chifuyu is the key to um, maintain her position as the main girl in the army. Although I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Besides the point, if I, if whether that's that's a delusion or if it's real, whatever. And she can't accept Ichika's Chifuyu's little brother because she wants Chifuyu to go back to the military but she won't go because she has Ichika and so there's this whole thing of hate and jealousy and whatever and that's the that's the struggle Laura for some time is the main antagonist of the whole thing the girls really get worked on it and so on and so forth okay but then there's this thing where every one of the girls for some reason gets really thirst for Ichika for some reason it's not really explained some of the girls just get the the bug bite and yes let's I want this man right now I don't know I don't know and and this is the part where I say Ichika is the dancers and I'm pretty sure I can say that Ichika Urimura from IS Infinite Stato is the dancers protagonist of any heron anime, manga, light novel ever written. I, I cringe so hard. It's not even funny sometimes. It's so written in the situations he gets in that it, it gets played out. It, eh, how do I even say that? I, I'm wasting my time here in the recording saying that, but it's really bad. He's that dance and uh, and I have to congratulate at the very least the Japanese voice actor for this because he played the part so so well Ichiga is the dancest man ever known in the history of characters in humanity because god the man can't get the hint of anything some of the <laughs> to the point that some of the things are actually rude <laughs> it's so it's funny I, I find it funny but it's really cringeworthy objectively anyways and there's this whole thing where he's so dense he attracts women and for the mo for most of the anime that's that's the real deal that's the real deal then there's this whole thing in the later episodes, from episode 8 to episode... I, uh, the whole arc is kinda episode 8 towards the end, but... In this whole thing, we get one episode of filler, where they go to the beach, and you can get to see... You get to see all girls in swimsuits, it's that uh, filler, fun service and all that. Outside of the filler and first service, now that I think about it, I need to say also this anime in its two seasons has all the tropes on the book. All the heron tropes, all of them. The seeing the girl in the bathroom after she has just bathed, the trip and get the hands on the bobs and Oh boy, there, there's so much. They welcomed the guy into his room with the apron. You you get where I'm going a bit. And well, that that aside, 
we get this feeling on episode 7 and from episode 7 towards the end there's the the whole struggle of the end of the season of anime we need to get the a big a big bang to go out and maybe get a second season i always think this is the case to any anime any anime that is not confirmed to have the second part is always like that even the ones who have confirmed the second part sometimes have it i hate it i really really hate the beginning and the end of the anime it's really bad some some animes i would talk in another episodes god they are so bad towards the end it, it actually hurts but again i'm getting sidetracked because this this anime is just the book example of uh, what i call a generic heron there are all the all the things that that calls to a generic heron. There are the heron factors, so each of the girls has a distinctive, distinctive, it's kind of, kind of a strong word, but anyways, distinctive characteristics. So Ling is the placeholder lolly. Uh, Cecilia is the more Joe-sama kind of thing. And Laura is this uh, honest to a fault. She's the dance girl, although she's not really dance. Char Charlotte is... I can't really say. She's more of a dere dere, although she wants not to be. I don't... I can't really say. And Hook is the... Let's say the Bushido Japanese women. I don't, I don't know how to say that. Anyway, so towards the end, there's this whole arc where Huki does not have a personal machine although she's the sister of the one who created all the whole thing and she calls her sister in her secret lab and her sister go oh yes I'll get you one and then w when she gets it it's like fourth gen so it's years ahead of all the other countries because apparently her sister is a genius and she can do basically anything she wants. Although I don't think she's immortal, but anything she wants. Anyway, anyways, um, so she gets the machine and she gets really hyper about it. And then we begin the struggle of the 10th episode towards the, the 12th. So there is this one unarmed, unmanned IS, which was a project from the United States in conjunction with Israel that has run amok and they need to, to defeat it. Okay, okay. I mean, it's pretty okay. And already I can say this. This part is deviating from the main thing of the light novel. In the light novel, apparently, the one who run amok had an operator, which is a which they meet and all, but in the anime it does not happen. And oh, that's that's a thing to the end. So they go there, they fail the first time. Hookie gets really bad in the dumps because apparently Ichika had to go through emergency surgery because she, he tanked a explosion for her, like real bad. So he gets down. The girls get out there, all the girls, so the first thing they try is Ichika and Huki alone, 
and then the other girls go in and try to stop the IS. So later Ichika just gets a secret power from his IS because apparently he can do that and they get to it, he, uh, destroy the IS, everything good, let's go. So and then there's this one part where, oh boy, uh, after they they do that, it kind of looks like each guy and Hookie were gonna kiss, but as it's shown again and again in this anime, every time it seems to want to advance, someone will go there, interrupt it, and nullify the effects. Because I don't know why, but this is a generic Karen from 2011, don't, don't add me. And so begins. Um, First, the OVA, right? OV All the OVAs in this anime are kind of filler fun service things. The last one is not, but that's. Um, I'll try to go with that another time, so, uh, to towards the end of the podcast. Um, so, the OVA is a thing about they, in their summer vacation, they go to Ichika's house one day. And then there's the second part where the Ichika and Huki are going to a Midsummer Festival where she actually she comes from a family of, pri of Miko priestess. So she has to do the Kagura, which is a kind of a traditional dance. I do not have authority to say anything any of that. I'm not Japanese and I do did not study enough to say anything about it. But then again, it's just filler and it's already one one other time where the anime points out that Hookie is the main girl. So wrap around second season. First episode of the second season is mostly filler. Second season actually, I need to say this, is a cash grab. The second season is a cash grab to sell figurines and I can't blame them. Because from what I can gather, it was never thought to have a third season. They really just threw in whatever things they wanted just to make models for figurines. But anyways, that's that's for the conclusion. So we got to the first episode. They are returning from summer. There, There is actually an OVA in the first episode. Uh, for the, I think the DVD special, the episode from the usual 22 minutes, they go to 45 minutes. So there is this whole thing about the end of end of summer festival, and they all in Yucata. No, it's, it's it's kind of cute, but not really good. And then there is this first story beat, which is really the thing that defines the second season the whole 20 22 minutes are really wasted the 21st minutes i used to filler whatever fan service and the two minutes in the end are just for story beat to create some kind of cohesion in the end they just show this one girl invading a base apparently and she activates up IS with no equipment apparently and it's just that she just shows the IS 
second episode is about they just coming back to school so we start with a fighting scene pretty good pretty good animation the you can see the second seasons the animation for the fights at the release it's pretty better uh, than this, the first season but it's mostly filler it, we get introduced to the sixth girl which is Tatanashi she's the student council for the school and she apparently is third year although they never really introduced the third years the second years because from a from the school standpoint Ichika and the girls are already second year as the second season begins as we saw in the OVA at the very least there is kind of canon in the anime world the, again at least summer already happened so they are in the second year of the tenure I don't know really so she's introduced in the second episode the third episode then is a filler again but we start to get some story by the end again the theme of this season is we are just going to do the story beats by the end of the episode so we don't have to compromise on anything again uh, so cultural festival apparently from where what we can gather from the is universe it's kind of a cultural festival although there are no outsiders apparently there's some uh, th that's not really mentioned or shown so i can only guess so there's this whole thing about a competition for a crown Ichika gets to wear that the girls want to get because if they get it they the one who gets it gets to leave with Ichika in his room again i need to say it's a boarding school if you stuck with a person for two years and you were kind of a crush on him it's kind of good kind of bad i don't know man anyways so by the end of it Ichika is kind of captured slash they get into a he gets into a, into a fight with random opponent it's later shown that uh, apparently Ichika when he was a boy actually that's a thing that happened in the first they show in the first season but the it only came comes up in the second one Ichika gets when he was little he gets kidnapped by some randoms for some reason and in the between of that his sister was in the tournament in the international world tournament for IS and she gets to he she has to drop it to save him and she saves him as you as it's shown but at the same time she gets uh, defeated by default and everything we don't get to see why that's the case why they kept they kidnapped him why she had to lose whether that's that was the objective or not but anyways this the same guys who kidnapped him apparently want to steal Byakushiki from him and then we get introduced also to the fourth episode the sub two episode fight kind of the in the fourth episode the one I guess we see in the first episode of the season is shown so apparently is a it's a threat now it's the antagonist apparently well 
then again, I need to say, if you get the example for the first season, the final antagonist has nothing to do with anything, really. It's not even explained why they have to do that, why they, high school kids, have to do that, but let's, let's just pretend, turn off your brain, it's not really important, the anime is not that good. I really wish it had a third season, I'm already getting to the conclusion, but I still need to get through some more filler and the final fight. So, uh, back to the point. So, this is a two-part fight, and they don't even defeat the, the two that appear, but we get introduced. Anyways, by the fifth episode, it's just a huge filler by 20 minutes which is which is the part that I said it's just a crash grab to make models for figurines because it's some good material comes out of there I can say for certain I I really wanted to get those figurines but boy oh boy it's hard to get them it's been the anime ended in 2013 so it's been like 80 years already and to get one second hand it's really 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 hard in my country anyways uh, that's besides the point also uh, it's a huge filler because he's, it's his birthday uh, it's Ichika's birthday and the girls kind of have a kind of show it's kind of a service it's really really difficult to say out loud you need to see it's not really a worth episode but then again the two minutes that actually have some kind of story they introduce a really important character towards the main thing of the whole series that that is Orimura Madoka which apparently is Ichika's little sister so apparently they had a sister they didn't know about I don't know well and she tries to kill Ichika as you do as you do because well that's not really explained it's kind of explained but not really anyways um, for the sixth episode it's just a filler about some kind of bug that happens with the transformation the IS so it's just a filler about running around without undergarments that's the way I put it here that's the way the episode is it does not even have story beat outside from the continuation of the thing of trying to be killed by your own little sister I don't know uh, so seven episode is a bit better they introduce the Seth girl kind of introduce it uh, she's the representative candidate for Japan which uh, okay she's kind of Kanzashi I don't remember the surname for her and her sister but she's the sister of Tatanashi which is the council president in case you missed that I mean I am talking about a whole lot of names here I don't even know if this is concise or not well uh, besides the point again she is the representative candidate for Japan, but the producer that was making her machine actually was sidetracked into making the Akushiki, 
so which gets kind of he gets guilty because apparently the resources that would go to her actually went to him and he gets this thing about the I got here last and got served she didn't so I gotta help and there's this whole thing where she has to jumble together the IS which you would imagine it's a pretty big deal not something that a normal person without training would do even if alone or in group because come on how do you build a mech? I don't know do you? Probably not. So there's this one arc towards the now the seventh episode. So to the end, they to the I think tenth episode. There's this whole arc where Ichika gets to know her. She she's kind of a neat, although she's in school, that she does not um, trust him. So he gets to know her, change her, and help her with her IS, although it's not complete and all, and then happens, there happens to be another invasion of unarmed ISs with unknown cores, and this whole fight, she kind of gets courage from his sacrifice, and her, and the sacrifice of her sister, although nobody dies in this anime, so zero stakes, and zero risk ever and that's the seventh girl Kazashi which I mean I don't know at this point I really don't know at this point I don't I don't know why did I watch the second season again it's just filler it's just filler and as the thing goes the tenth episode which is already right at the end of the anime it's straight up filler really uh, it's a story about Celia not knowing how to cook and poisoning other girls by accident. I mean, at this point, 10th episode of the 12th episode anime, I would expect some action. But here we go, right? For 11th and 12th episodes, we get the final stretch. Although the 11th episode is mostly mostly it's all filler except for the two last minutes which he, which Madoka appears and kind of fight starts kind of not really well and then 12 at uh, the last episode comes out so Madoka appeared in this field trip they had to I think it's Kyoto I don't know I don't know I don't know don't at me uh, it's never explained really I mean, if you are Japanese, I think you may you may recognize it from the landmarks, but I am not Japanese, so I can't really say it. Anyways, uh, so Madoka appeared in the 11th, and then big fight occurs, there's a bomb on the train back to the school, and oh my god, we need to get it, and there's this fabricated drama where Ichika tanks a whole explosion again, and there's someone who has this ability on her IS that basically is a superhero so she needs to get to him they need to find the bomb and there's a whole lot of students inside the train and all it's a whole jumble up of things 
and then comes out. So Madoka appears with a new IS that apparently was given to her by the by Hookie's sister because Hookie's sister is apparently a psychopath. I don't know. And they win and all. And funny thing, I really, I, it's the the thing that really picks the the time off. The it really just shows how this season was made just to sell merch. They finish it and then the last one minute of the last episode is a filler about onsen. So <laughs> I can't I can't stop laughing. It's so bad man. It's so bad. I really wish I I could just keep my roasting class on. But I can't. I can't. Objectively, is a bad anime in the story department. Below a five, it's not even passing. It's... Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. So there is two OVAs for the season. Um, so there is the OVA in the first episode, which the which is the extended edition on the end of summer festival and the water park, which is already all the tropes right and then the, there was uh, an OVA in 2016 like three years after the original run was so why I, I know I waited really really long for that uh, when I saw the announcement back then I really really wanted to watch it because it was the ray of hope I thought oh boy I'm going to get the third season. I'm finally going to get the third season. But uh, continuing with it before I get sidetracked again. Um, they get, they get the school basically gets attacked. It's a uh, first off. The, there's this whole pretext I need to give. So in episode episode ten, no, no, no. In episode eight, there's this attack, right? So the unarmed IS attack after Kanzashi gets her IS kind of working and everyone gets damaged and all. And so the girls are stuck at the school with no IS and the school gets hacked apparently. And they have to enter the virtual world for some reason to fight the virus because... because it's an OVA. Actually, it's just a, uh, let's see here, it's just a way to date so they can get fan service on screen. All the girls have naughty thoughts, if you know what I mean. The spice kind of shows up, although it doesn't. Kind of does, kind of doesn't. Anyways, they get sidetracked because apparently the virus was just bait to someone to enter the system and get some other thing it's not even explained and they get naughty thoughts with each curve fence service all around and all but then there's this one part of, of the OVA that I don't think it's OVA actually because one of the one of the chapters in the light novel is called Brunhild which is um, an armor that Chifuyu uses to fight some guys in the OVA because apparently they got hacked and invaded by two different people and Chifuyu uses an armor to down an IS the armor is not an IS, it's just between you and me it was copied 
from Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, but we do not talk about that. But anyways, the, then she gets to 101 I, and I with swords and she wins, kind of. Anyways, so that's a whole bunch of, whole bunch of fanservice. It's 45 minutes of fanservice. It's pretty not good, but I just want to, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't want to say I want to forget it. I want to say that I would hope it was better. I would hope that I would rewatch it and say it was better than I remember. But it's not. It's pretty bad. <laughs> so after this long rant about uh, a bad anime, let's go to the conclusion. Before my time, my time recording, it's already past the normal threshold. But let's get to it. So my grading, right? Story is a uh, four. Four. I'm being kind of generous here. If I just consider the first season. It's kind of a 6, which is a passable grade, not competent, pretty underwhelming, and pretty full, full of plot holes. Considering the second season, it's just a crash grab, it's a 0. 0, nah, it's a 2. Not making the medium, but the thing I really want to say is it's a 4. It's a 4 out of 10, so that's the story. The animation, I have to give it 7. It's pretty confident considering the use of 3D, which was pretty well used in this instance because I do not know how you would animate a mecha from considering the style of the suits. I don't know how they would make that without the 3D. So, being generous, 7. Spiciness level, it's a Kind of a 5, if you consider that spicy, to me it's a 3, it's pretty not spicy, does not, does not commit to the beat, so not happy with that, and challenging level, it's a 0, it's a linear track, it's uh, there's nothing here, it's like a ro roller coaster with only the going up and down and ending it, so pretty basic. Now to the parts where I critique it on my opinion. So I wish from what I gathered from the light novel, I wish it was made two seasons, 25 episodes each. I think it was the... The problem with the first season at the very least was they cramming too much things in 22 episodes because from what I gathered the the lore is pretty deep actually and they did not have the means or time to plant it all so I wish they had made the first season 25 episodes. The second season goes the same route although it was pretty focused on the fanservice. I really hate that part. I really think if they had the means to do a 25 episode anime they could have delivered something really nice but that was not to be made i i can't really i can't go on on that it's um it's difficult to say but there is no there's nothing here actually there's nothing that can be done at this point the second season is really the coffin that took the series to the grave i think 
and that also leaves me to leads me to there will be no third season i i wanted it to but from what i researched what i saw in the internet that i can see in the western side of the world it's not even confirmed if it will ever have the 13th volume i mean it's talking the 12th there should be 14 but it's been three years already i don't even know if it will end that's that's pretty it's a bummer it's a bummer to me it's a bummer i really like the the series even if the second season is it's really bad but i don't think there will be a third season i saw some people were speculating on it but there's no basis to any of that so i can't say for certain i can't say for certain i don't know if there will be an end to the series also so here we are i asked infinite stratus ah an anime that i love to death but goddamn it's bad it's real bad so um not to the ending right if you like this kind of ranty episode i don't know man i just went on and on about uh, an anime that i love if you like that if you want to see more of that please subscribe if you watch by youtube if you are listening to spotify please follow me uh, every other week i'll be here talking about anime or manga or any other thing in between here that i like so yeah that's it thank you for watching thank you for listening I'll see you next time. Bye.